0: Jerry DiNardo from the Big Ten Network crew. Uh, one of the better college football insiders is standing by on the Meyer Guest Line. Welcome back, Jerry. Bill, how are you? Good to be with you. All right. Uh, your thoughts on this Michigan football team, what they did to Ohio State in this season that's 12-0 and and still a work in progress.
1: Well, I certainly didn't think that they could do what they did to Ohio State in Ohio Stadium. Uh, I was shocked that... Not only in fact, I I thought Ohio State would win the game, but the way Michigan won it was really impressive. They ran for 10 yards the first half and over 200 the second half. They made great halftime adjustments. Uh, They were the tougher team. Uh, You know, what Jim has done the last two years is just been, in my opinion, overwhelming. Uh, He deserves all the accolades and the Coach of the Year awards that he'll probably win.
0: The matchup with... Purdue, uh, here's a team that, uh, I mean, the Big Ten West was as crazy as it's ever been in terms of waiting until the final weekend to find out who's going to win it. But uh, this isn't a team that's been blown out consistently. Uh, they're solid. They've posted in uh, every game outside of maybe Iowa, Wisconsin. Your thoughts on the Boilermakers and the Wolverines?
1: Yeah, Bill, the interesting thing, you know, the West has never won this game as long as we've been playing it. You know, as leaders and legends, is a balanced Conference and there was more balance to the league, and then we went to East and West, and it it really lopsided towards the East, and the championship game proves that out. But Purdue's the first West team that has played an East team that has that, that has thrown the ball. Most of the the West teams, obviously Wisconsin and Iowa, Illinois, you know, they're built to run, not to pass. And so I think that's probably the most interesting X and O thing, kind of Purdue team that's not as talented as Michigan. And, and again, this is a recurring thing. There's never been a more talented West team playing in this game. The East has always been more talented, whether it's Michigan State, whether it's Michigan, or whether it's Ohio State. And, obviously, throwing the ball is a little bit of a talent equalizer. Jeff Brown is a terrific coach, a great schemer. And so, you know, Michigan's defense will see some things probably that they haven't practiced against, and they'll probably have to make some halftime adjustments like they did last week uh, in uh, Columbus.
0: Mr. DiNardo from the Big Ten Network football crew joining us on the Meyer Guest Line here on the Huled Show across Michigan. You know, the college football playoff committee sent me mixed signals last night. Going in, I thought, with what Michigan did in Columbus, what they did to – number eight Penn State uh, at the Big House, that they have two top eight wins, that they would be number one in the college football playoff rankings. Yet the college football playoff committee uh, put Ohio State, kept them in front of Alabama. Uh, Penn State is number eight. Georgia has one top eight win over Tennessee. That was in Athens, not on the road, yet Michigan is still number two. I'm trying to figure out how that happened last night.
1: Yeah, the, the the committee is the least favorite thing of mine in the entire college football world. In fact, I, I say this all the time, Bill, it's a billion-dollar business run by volunteers. I mean, there's one paid member on that committee, and he is the chair. Most of them are athletic directors. One athletic director is going through a coaching search. Tell me he has time to evaluate the teams around the country. Michigan has had the best win in college football this year. at two stadium. The SEC bias is very strong. Uh, A win at Alabama, a win at LSU, a win at Georgia. They talk about the stadium and the crowd. You never hear them mention anything about how difficult it is to play either in the Big House or in Columbus, Ohio. There's no doubt that if they really do what they say they do and look at each week individually, start all over, Michigan absolutely should be number one. But what they're really thinking about is TV. They're thinking about, okay, if we move Georgia to two and Michigan to one, that means that if they both win this coming week, we'd have to leave Michigan at one, and we know we want Georgia to play in Atlanta. So we have to keep Georgia at one so that if they both win next year, Georgia gets to play in Atlanta because that's what most of the committee wants and that's certainly what uh, the sec one so there's incredible bias the best thing about going to 12 team playoff is to have a chance to get the four best teams
0: and the four best teams would get a buy at least uh, based on the model i've been seeing but uh, the rose bowl has an ultimatum to move off their established late afternoon game time california time, and if they don't do it, then the expanded playoff might not happen until 2026, and then the Rose Bowl could be left out of the college football playoff.
1: Yeah, the Rose Bowl has strong feelings about their event. Uh, It hasn't really kept up with the changes in college football, and I think this ultimatum, ultimatum is good for college football. Because I think it'll make the Rose Bowl make a decision, and I think we'd all like to see the Rose Bowl be part of the college football playoffs. But the college football playoffs, Bill, quite honestly, is is bigger than the Rose Bowl, and I don't not sure the Rose Bowl feels the same way. And so I think this, whether we want to call it a confrontation or a day of reckoning with the Rose Bowl. I think it's good for college football. Let's get it settled now so that we can all
0: move on. Well, they're doing the national championship game this year at SoFi, and if they want to keep a Los Angeles West Coast presence, uh, they have SoFi Stadium. They could move into the rotation very easily.
1: Correct. Absolutely. I, I mean, The world used to be flat. It's round now, and people that think it's still flat. Be like,
0: uh, you might want to ask Kyrie Irvin if it's still round.
1: <laughs> you're so, out of my league there, Bill I'm not sure I keep up with all that stuff
0: yeah I, I try to because I do a statewide sports show Jerry Denardo I, from yeah. uh, the Big Ten uh, football crew Big Ten Network football crew joining us on the Meyer uh, guest line when you look at Michigan especially based on what they did last weekend at Columbus uh, I, I say they look as good as any team in America and they're a realistic a realistic team that could win it all how do you feel
1: I do, you know, and and you know we have been critical of JJ because their their past completions over twenty yards have not been very good, but obviously they were they were much better about Columbus, but part of that was the, the poor coverage of Ohio State's back end. So I, I still think what we would really love to see to make it a complete team, and they may not need us to win the rest of their games. I'm not saying this is something that has to be fixed before they could become national championship champions by winning three more games. But if you look at their offense, you'd still like to see J.J. continue his improvement with the deep ball, but against better coverage. Uh, but, you know, when you can pick out only one thing that you think a team needs to improve by this time of year, you, you know, a team that's 12-0, that's, that, that's pretty impressive. I, I think their chance of winning the national championship is very good because, I believe they're balanced on offense when they need to be, and they play very good defense. Uh, you know, can't wait for the matchup. Uh, I, I can't – I guess if everybody wins, they're going to wind up playing, uh, I'm thinking, TCU and, and USC will play Georgia if everybody wins.
0: Yeah, the way it looks like, the four from last night's college football playoff rankings, Georgia 1, Michigan 2, TCU 3, SC 4, they all win. SC then will go to Atlanta to play Georgia – And you get Michigan and TCU in Glendale, and the winners at SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles in the college football playoff national championship game. But I I think TCU, Michigan, and Georgia, the undefeateds, are in regardless. If USC loses, the way they put Ohio State in front of Bama and neither team has a game, I think uh, Ohio State uh, will be playing Georgia and Atlanta if SC loses.
1: That's a little bit unpredictable. That could that could be an Alabama-specific matchup in Atlanta
0: if they think it's a better matchup. Uh have got CC interference I, I, right now from the SEC.
1: Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm I'm hoping you're right, Bill. I'm hoping
0: you're right. But you're I, honestly, I, honestly, you're, you're I I coming in. Honestly, you wouldn't do it. I really agree. I agree. All, right, all right, Jerry, thank you so much, my man. Yeah, take care. And yeah, Jerry DiNardo. What, what happened there? The minute he starts talking about the SEC, all of a sudden there's interference from the SEC towers in the southern part of the U.S. Our phones have been kind of squirrely at times this week, but I I, I really agreed with everything he said at the end. <laughs> hey, Superfly, we can't control that. I was he on? I'd be on a cordless in his house. I Jerry seems like the type of guy that busts out the old cordless. And then it's, it's running out of power and you get that sound. That's my guess.